Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in Christian Living Magazine. This week's show promises to be both fun and educational as my fairly new friend, Angie Jamieson, who is the new Treasure Valley Director of Child Evangelism Fellowship, joins me in studio today. Angie's story is in our current issue of Christian Living Magazine, which is available in over 600 locations throughout all of Southern Idaho. Angie, welcome, and thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, Sandy. It's great to be here. How you doing? Doing pretty good today. Loving the sunshine, but I know it's going to get really warm. <laughs> Happy summer. I am yes. a spring and summer girl. I yes. love I love the early part of fall when it's still warm. Mm-hmm. I'm a warm weather yes, girl. Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I tolerate Idaho winters for the beautiful springs and summers and early falls. <laughs> yes, yes. So this is actually a welcome back to the Treasure Valley. Yes. And um, you actually grew up here. Mm -hmm. Um, So would you like to share just a little bit about your history here for those for our listeners who don't know you? Sure. Yeah. Um, So my family and I moved here when I was, uh, I just turned 13. So that was a long time ago. I won't tell you how long, (laughs) but um, you and I are the same age. I know. (laughs) (laughs) No, everybody knows. (laughs) So um, I went to Jefferson Junior High. We we moved here in the middle of the year. It was it was quite a trying time for our family. My dad was a pastor, and he resigned, and we weren't sure where we were going to go. So his long lost brother. This is an amazing story in itself. But his long lost brother found him after him being. Put in foster care and adopted out. He found him after a 50-year search. Oh, my goodness. And um, they moved us here to be with them. That's the Ellis family. So I have family here. But uh, So they moved us here when I was 13. And so I went to Jefferson Junior High. I graduated from Caldwell High School. And then um, I got married shortly after high school. And my husband and I went off to the ministry. And... Um, We've been out and about for 30, 40 years and just came back in February. That's absolutely incredible. Um, so you've been in Washington and you were doing what in Washington? I may have missed it. I, yeah, the, you said something that I, I rabbit trailed on you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> My husband was pastoring a church. And so I was also serving in um, the same position as CEF in Washington before we came here. That's that's so cool. And so you came back last year and then this position came open in December. So that was a natural leap of faith. Yes, it was. Yeah. So we moved here first of February, actually, and um, weren't, weren't sure. We just felt like God was calling me home, so to speak. Um, we had several losses in our family. and It was really a, kind of a devastating time. And so my brother still lives here. And so I just I'm actually felt friends like, with your brother, Don. Yes. And, and so I, yeah, lots I of think, prayers for your family. The yes, last thank bit. you. Yeah. I think everyone's friends with my brother, Don. He's easy, <laughs> easy, to, be, easy to be friends yes. with. <laughs> you are too, as, as I've discovered. <laughs> thank you. So, um, yeah, I just had told my husband, I really feel like I just want to go home back to Idaho. And so we, we did a lot of praying. I wanted God to lead that and not my emotions as I was still grieving. Um, and it just so happened, by God's grace, that the position that I was in in Washington just came open here, and they were they welcomed me with open arms. And I did not want to leave the ministry of CEF. I, it's my heartbeat. I love it. So 
That's this so is great. Cool. So can you share with us a little bit about, well, not a little bit, because we have plenty of time to talk okay. today. So what is Child Evangelism Fellowship? Child Evangelism Fellowship is the largest children's missions ministry, evangelistic ministry in the world. So um, it was started back in 1937, and we have been going strong in every country but one um, to this day. So it's been 85 years, and um, there's some amazing ministries. Probably the biggest ministry and the one that I'm really passionate about is the Good News Clubs. And Good News Clubs are Bible clubs that actually go into the public schools. And we have, I know, and it's, uh, we have after school clubs and that is, I know people are going, what, can you do that? But yes, it is legal because of a uh, Supreme Court hearing in 2001, we have been given equal access to any other after school activity or club that meets at a public school. We can go in after school and hold Bible clubs. So we've been doing that. Children have been getting saved and it's the most amazing ministry. And don't even get me started because I'm so passionate about it. No, I want to hear all about it. (laughs) Okay. Please. Please. (laughs) So um, here in Treasure Valley, there are 120 plus, give or take, because there's some private and charter schools, but 120 uh, um, elementary schools. And I would like to have a club, a good news club in every one of the schools. And how many clubs do we have currently? Six. See, that that shocked me when you and I got, mm-hmm. it, your brother took us to lunch, yes. bless his heart. And when you shared that with me, I was like, what? I know. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I am currently just kind of pounding the pavement, making sure that, first of all, I want churches and pastors to know, because my husband and I, as we were pastors, this was when we came upon this and Good News Club, I was like, this is the best kept secret. Why isn't every church doing this? Because uh, the last church we pastored was a small church and it didn't have a children's ministry. So I found out about Good News Club and we were just three blocks from an elementary school. So I said, I want to do that. I want to go into the school. So we did that, and children got saved. And from that, a children's ministry started at our church. At, at your church, yeah. yes. So. And it's and it's not hard to start one. No, and it's affordable to yes. start one. So let's talk about that a little yeah. bit. So, um, see, I do listen when you talk. You do. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we do all the legwork. So what do we we train all the volunteers? We screen them. We do the background checks and all of that, and do the. Um, we have children's protection policies in place and, and then we do the training specifically on how to lead a child to Christ and how to disciple a child and how a good news club is run. And we do that for free because our passion truly is we just want to get children saved. So we do the training for free and which I, I can put a plug in. We're going to do this training September 17th. That's awesome. So, um, and where at? That's going to be at Central Valley Baptist Church, and it'll be from 9 to 2, and we will even feed you lunch. So it's all for free. I love it. So what I do is I get all of these volunteers trained, and then I put them into teams of t- three to five groups. And then we we have schools that we want that I targeted, and and that list comes from churches because it it really helps it works well when the churches sponsor a club so like our church when we had a school three blocks away we wanted to sponsor that club so we pray for that we pray for that school we have ladies in the church provide snacks weekly and then um we help pay for the curriculum which i have whittled it down so it's so affordable i mean you can do a you can do a six-week club for fifty dollars that's that's so far and you and i were at a luncheon last month together and there were a couple of 
pastors there that that came to you and said, hey, we are blocks from this school and this. I, one mm-hmm. pastor I heard say to you, we're blocks from two different schools. We'll sponsor them both. Yes. So it was that easy. That I easy. Mean, yeah. That easy. So the, the, the reason that I want to connect with churches is if I can get a couple volunteers from their church so that when these children get saved, and they do every week, when these children get saved, we have a church connection for their family that that child can go to and that family can go to. So it's a win-win for a church. That yeah. is so cool. And you train all the volunteers. We do the volunteers mm-hmm. come out of their church or is there an opportunity for that? How does yes. somebody volunteer with you guys? Yeah, they just contact me. So um, you can go to our website, which is tvcef.com. So that's Treasure Valley Child Evangelism Fellowship, tvcef.com, and click on serve. And that'll start the application process, the screening, all that. I will get that back. And then I will personally meet with that person and and. That has been happening. You know, God is just doing something amazing in Treasure Valley because I am getting volunteers out of the woodwork that, I mean, it's crazy. They'll call me, Angie, I heard about Good News Club and I want to do that. So I get these volunteers trained and if they're from a specific church and that church wants to sponsor the club, that's great. If they're not, I just put them with another team member and I I just kind of plant these groups in the schools. That is so cool. So you said that the... So how often does the Good News Club meet? It's once a week for six weeks. There's series of six weeks. So you can do one to four series, however many you want to commit to. So I have some clubs that just do one in the fall, one in the spring, or just one in the fall. So it just depends on how much the leader wants to commit to. But six weeks, once a week for six weeks. And the ladies in the church provide the snacks. Yes. So that's cool. So that's a volunteer opportunity right there for for maybe somebody who's homebound or Mm -hmm. doesn't have a lot of time. Yep to donate their time, but they could donate that way. Yes. So what are some of the lessons that the kids learn? Oh, goodness. Well, it's all very Bible-based and good, solid Bible. So we, we don't, we're not in there teaching anything wacky. And we're not in there teaching anything fluffy either. Because the kids, as you know, this post-Christian generation, they want truth. Yep. And we are, we are teaching them that, that they are created by God, that they have a purpose, that they are loved by God, and that... Um, our sin separates us, but God, you know, Jesus paid the paid the payment for that sin, and so we can have a relationship with Him. And when the kids hear this, Sandy, it's amazing. I can see the little lights go on, and they're like, "You mean He'll never leave me? You mean He'll love me even if I'm bad?" I mean, it's it's amazing because they don't hear that. No, and and you know, in this time of divide, great divide in our nation. Mm-hmm. We see people walk away. We see them walk away from friendships. We see them walk away from family members. We see all sorts of strife. Yeah. And I think now is even more t- important time than ever for children to know that God will never leave right. you or forsake you yes. because we're seeing so much. And I think that that's going to be part of the reunification of our, not just our country, but our world Yes, is is. Following the example of God, yeah. you know. Well, our hope is in Jesus. Amen. And that's the good news. So how does a church get involved? If if they don't meet you at some luncheon or mm-hmm. at, at an event, um, how hard is it for a church to become involved? Very, very easy. So again, you can go to our website. You can email me. Um, you want me to give you the address? Yeah. Okay. That would be great. <laughs> it's Angie, A-N-G-I. There's no E. So it's Angie at CEF of Idaho.com. 
Um, so I have been meeting with pastors every week and they have me come maybe and share at the church or just share with them over coffee. And then like, I'm on board. I want to do this. And it, it's so easy. So I, I just give them the information and hopefully some volunteers from their church will come to the training and, um, and it's that quick, that easy. You know, I have to say, so, you know, I've been very active in my own church for <clears throat> over two decades now and. And um, we recently attended a thing and they were, if you volunteered here for five years, stand up. If you know. And my husband and I just sat there and later that night we went home and I thought, wow, I've been involved for over two decades. I never even thought about it. I was just celebrating everybody else. But wow. and it's not about me. But but as I've as I've worked so closely with our pastors and the pastors of, of the other churches in our movement, one of the toughest things is um Pro, people want programs, mm-hmm. but there's nobody to run them. And I love that you guys have, have you come full force mm-hmm. with the program. Mm-hmm. And yes, you ask the church to provide volunteers if they can, but you do all the training and you oversee all of it. The yes. church, it's really a no brainer for yes, a church. They absolutely. don't have, they don't have to. Can a church hold a small, uh, hold a good news club in their church? Yes, they can. As a matter of fact, um, during COVID, when schools closed down, there were some churches that stayed open and followed the COVID guidelines, but we moved the good news clubs to those churches and the kids loved it because everything else was virtual and to be in person. So uh, that was great. And that's one of the, the ways that our children's ministry started at our church. We had a, a good news club after school. And then we also just kind of tagged on to that and had Sunday good news club. Oh, I love that. Yeah. What a, what a great concept, you know, just co- to continue the program uh-huh. inside the inside the church. So so you have great experience. I mean, from from the pastor side. Yes. How does that? So were you were you also the director there in Washington? Yes, I was the local director. But before that, I was I was just pastor's wife, and I had been a children's pastor, children's director for years. Um, actually, I got saved when I was nine years old, and my brother Donnie and I used to go and try to evangelize the world then together, and um, we'd ride our bikes down to the schools and and preach to the kids that were hanging out there. And um, I have just felt that calling my entire life. And so I've, I've taught children since I was 11 years old. So that's incredible. I'm sitting here with my mouth hanging up and I'm glad everybody <laughs> can't see me out there in radio land. Because <laughs> that's very brave because, you know, as you get into middle school, junior high, middle school, those that seems to be I, I have said many times, that's the meanest age in life. <laughs> and so what a brave thing. And that was here in the Treasure Valley. It was. That was cool. Yeah. And your brother still shares the gospel. Yes. Every way he can. Yes. And so um, he recently wrote a book. And, and I know because I, I got, I had the privilege of getting to read it yes. first, you yes. know, and I was like, oh, well, I wasn't the first, but anyway, yeah. but I, even though it really wasn't faith-based, he made it faith-based mm-hmm. and it was so cool. I yeah. love that. I love you guys' hearts. Yeah. So how is it, what is the difference just um, because we have some time remaining here and I'm just curious how do you juggle that? Had the difference between how did you juggle it as the pastor's wife, who mm. was the children's ministry mm-hmm. leader, and the director? Very easily, actually, because it's the it's the same mission, you know. And it was my heart. And in in our little church where there was no children's ministry when we got there, when I started this club, this Good News Club, our our little church just sparked. 
it was like they had a, a new purpose in life. So they had we had ladies that were meeting to pray over the clubs. We had ladies volunteering, you know, and bringing snacks. We had people donating prizes because that's another thing that we we give out prizes quite often. And um, you know, so we would give a report to our church every week what was happening at club, and it was just it was just kind of the same thing. So it flowed very easily. It still does. Sounds like after school VBS. Yeah. 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 Lots of fun. Lots of fun. Um, you asked something, you said something and I, and I kind of rabbit trailed in my brain and um, we're gonna have great conversations. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So when you came, we had six good news clubs. We had four and but, then we added two after I got here. Not, not to my credit, but um, I'm, I'm shooting. We need a lot more. I'm shooting for, I want 20 this fall. And then I'm hoping to add 20 more in the spring. But my where the obstacle will be and what's the hardest thing is to get into the schools. And even though it's it's legal and we have that um, that law behind us, uh, some administrators are just hesitant to let that happen. And so, you know, I'm asking if there's parents or grandparents that have their kids in public schools, if they would email their principals or teachers and just say, hey, I want a good news club in our school. Can we make that happen? That would help pave the way for by the time that I contact that principal. So, so you start with the so mm-hmm. principals. If you're listening today, please reach out to Angie. Make her job easy. Yes, <laughs> it it changes the kids' lives, and so uh, we have principals' testimonials that are amazing. What Good News Club has done for their schools. Well, the last two and a half years have been <clears throat> kind of a dark time in our world history. And people have been hungry for hope and promise. And this is a way that our principals, our teachers, can give those children the foundation of hope and promise that really is the only lasting hope and promise. It is. You know, and they need that. So so Mm -hmm. again, principals, teachers, please reach out to Angie. Yes. what other what other success? Tell me tell me a success story. Oh well, um, I will tell you one about. So last December it was uh, the last club day at my club, and we were having a Christmas party club. So it was lots of fun and games, and it was just packed. The time that we had was packed, and and by that time it was the the end of the year, and and most of those kids had already received Jesus as their savior. But there was one little girl that had come um, as a guest of one of the other girls. And I realized that I had I had told about salvation within the story and everything, but I realized that I hadn't taken the time to give an invitation. And I got home, and I was exhausted because we had cleaned up and everything. I got home, and I thought, oh, my goodness, I didn't give the invitation. And I just thought, I failed. And um, so I, I remembered that the girl that brought her had a cell phone. And this, she was an eight-year-old, but she had a cell phone. So I, I texted her, and I said, I'm so glad you brought your friend. And did you did, did you do you know if she... Has given her life to Jesus, and she said, uh, "I don't think she has." And I said, "Well, I think you should tell her about that." Can you? Do you remember how the wordless book goes and the story of salvation? And so, all through text, I was telling her how to how to relate this to her friend. And so she was doing that while I was texting. So she was texting her friend and telling her the scriptures all about the wordless book and how we are lost in our sin and Jesus is the one that paid the price and that he will forgive us of our sins. She shared the whole gospel through text with her friend as I'm helping her on my end through text. And um, I said, does she want to ask Jesus to be her savior? And she said, I'll check. And she writes back, yes, she said she does. I said, so, okay, so just tell her to pray and to 
that she believes all of those those things that you shared in the scriptures. And so she writes back. She says she prayed and she feels completely different. So oh, <laughs> I had a little eight year old girl lead her friend to the Lord through text because of this. So uh, that was like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it was one of those wonderful moments. What an amazing story. Yeah. I love that. And now she's got the text to go back to. Yes. So she's got the roadmap. I'm curious, what is what is the wordless oh, book? What is the I'm wordless so, book? Yeah, you piqued that curiosity. The real wordless quick. book is based on five colors and you just kind of go through the colors. So and it always piques the child's interest because you show them this book that has no words. It's just colors. So the the first one is a dark color. And we say that that is um, representative of our sin. Our sin has separated us from God. And and that makes God sad because he loves us very much. And then um, we go to the, the red color. And that is the representative of how Jesus died and he took the punishment for our sin and so that we can be forgiven. And so because of that, then we don't have to be separated from God. And if we accept that forgiveness, then instead of the dark color, our heart is now white. It's the clean heart. And that means that we are clean and right with God at that point. And then, of course, the gold color represents God in that that we are now with God and God is in heaven where there are streets of gold and he loves us. He's the creator. He's the one that made us. He has a purpose for us. And one day we will be in heaven with him. And then there's the green color. After we have received Jesus, we continue to grow in the Lord and in the knowledge of his word and just like grass and trees and everything green grows. And so that's the wordless book. I love that. I love that when you said green, you know, of course, I've done advertising for 26 years you know and you know in in an ad often green means go yes yeah <laughs> so go 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 share the go disciple men that's right go disciple other kids mm-hmm. that's what a phenomenal of uh, the wordless book i love that whoever yeah. who because you can visualize those colors mm-hmm. you can yeah. what a, what a creative i love how god gives us just the yes. right gifts yes he does so that is so cool So how does someone get their kids involved? Well, like I said, if they could contact the school. Um, So if the school does not currently have a club, you need to request a club. And and hopefully I'll be contacting a bunch of these schools already. So um, they'll already have my information. But I'm trying to get into every school. So if a parent wants a club in their school, contact me, tell me what school it is, and I'll shoot for it. But if they can, um, if I, if we do have a club in their school, it's very simple. We bring the the one page registration permission slips to the school office. The school office is supposed to distribute those to all of the children. It goes home to the kids. They bring it back signed by their parents. It comes back to the school office. The school office gives it to me or the club leader. And um, that's how it started. And so oftentimes it'll be like in the library after school or maybe in the gym or another classroom. So it's that it's that easy. You'll get you'll is, get the permission slip. Is there an <clears throat> so you said in the entire school? So that's not restricted by age. It's uh, elementary, elementary, kindergarten through fifth grade. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's because I was like, okay, so what age group is this? Yes. Is this like the third grade year? Mm-hmm. So it's it's first through it's kindergarten, kindergarten through for, fifth through fifth. Mm-hmm. That's that's great. And if someone wants to volunteer, well, then go to our website tvcef.com and click on serve. That'll start the application process, and then I'll get that information, and I'll probably contact them. And again, if they would come to the training on September 17th at Meridian um, Calvary. No, no, Central Valley. Central Valley, thank you. Central, Central Valley, Valley Baptist. Baptist, yes, from 9 to 2, and that'll that'll get them prepared. They're, they're a longtime supporter of Christian Living yes, Magazine. Yes, it's great church. So, so I, yeah, that's, that, yeah. 
So anyway, um, when you said that, I was like, of course they are, because that's their heart. <laughs> yes. Um, and on that same website, is that where a church can go to send you a note that maybe they're interested yes. in yeah. sponsoring a school yeah, or, or they can email them? Mm-hmm. So it's very affordable. $50 is... $50 nothing. for six weeks is really easy. Yeah. And I, I have, when I got here, I sent letters to about 125 pastors to try to introduce myself and CEF. And um, so I'm I'm getting, little by little, I'm getting pastors calling me. I love that. And the timer just went off. Yes. We, we knew it'd go fast, and it did. Angie, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Again, that website is tvcef.com. It's been wonderful. Thank you again. Thank you, Sandy. Folks, this brings our time to an end for this week. We invite you back next week when we have a special guest in store for you, someone who will encourage you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout Central and all of Southern Idaho. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.